Hi guys. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> We're back with episode ten. Yay! Yay! Today we will be doing, or rather, discussing <laughs> Anna Marie Hahn, also known as Arsenic Anna. She was born July 7, 1906, which makes her a cancer. And she has five, count them five, known victims. I can't count that high. Yeah, I know. You can borrow my hand. Youngest <laughs> of 12 children. <laughs> um, youngest, of 12, youngest of 12 children, although five of her siblings had died before she was even born. As a young girl, she spent about five months in the hospital due to blood poisoning. She thought that she was going to die several times. Maybe she should have. Who hasn't? That was all fucked up. Maybe she should have. <laughs> father, mean. Her father was named George Filster, and he was a furniture manufacturer. Her family was considered to be well off financially, and she was, you know, her mother's favorite and very spoiled, probably because she was going to die. You know that I think about it. It's like she really doesn't have an excuse to be the way she is. No. I mean, even with her near-death experiences, like, she had, like, no stresses. Mm Mm-mm. Huh. Nope. During her teen years, she would skip school and sneak out at night to go to parties because she was a juvenile delinquent. Never completed high school and got knocked up at the age of 19. Woo! Tell us about it. Scandalous! She got pregnant at the age of 19. Pardon me. <laughs> Her son was named Oscar. With a K. Because, you know, Germans. And she claims the father was a Dr. Max Machecki, a well-known cancer researcher, but nobody can find any records on him. So pretty sure she was lying. And nobody knows who Oscar's real father is. Poor guy. Boo-hoo. <laughs> and because of this scandal, Anna was sent to the U.S. to stay with her relatives, Max and Anna Doschel, in Cincinnati, Ohio. Ohio. And she had to leave her son behind. Aw. Yeah. He's probably better off with him, though. Oh, uh, Probably. So, shortly after she got to the U.S., she befriended a Charles Oswald, Oswald, who was 71 at the time. And some people say that she moved in with a retired banker to be his in-home nurse in 1929. Apparently, this guy is, like, in love with her, whatever, and she tells him that one day she's going to marry him. And then, she begins stealing his money. Dun, dun, dun. The hoe. (laughs) The very next year, she met fellow German immigrant Philip Hahn and decides to, you know, just marry him instead. They return to Germany to get Oscar and bring him back to the U.S. Again, Oscar with the K. (laughs) That same year, she received shares of Union Gas and Electric from Oswald, along with a nice little check of $700 from his bank account to hers. Although he denied ever giving it to her. I believe that, old man. 
Maybe he just forgot because he was old. Nah, I believe him. Yeah. I mean, if somebody was like, I'm gonna marry you, and they fucking took off with some random German dude, would you give them anywhere? No. Hmm. I don't know. In 1935, Oswald dies and leaves all of his assets to Anna Marie, you know, but she had already stolen everything, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not much to receive there. And, unfortunately, is not even a suspect in his murder. Lame. Right. Well, I mean, good for him, but lame for us? Anna and Philip had two delicatessens that they ran. But, you know, Anna was like, oh, this is too much work. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have to do things. So, she was like, arson is the answer. And the first fire occurred at the deli, caused minimal damage, but she managed to collect a little bit of money, about $300 from the insurance company. The second and third fires were a little more risky since they were at their residence. Ooh. Um, one on June 3rd, June 2nd, my bad, June 2nd, 1935, and one on May 20th, 1936. And for these two, she collected a little over $2,000. Wow. Not too bad. I mean, at that time, she's a big baller. Yeah. With big balls. Life insurance was her second go-to. She tried not once, but twice. Twice. To insure her husband, Philip for $25,000. And he was like, nah, fuck that. I'm never going to die. Oh, that is quite that. No, he didn't say that. But he did become mysteriously ill after rejecting her second demand. And Anna was like, oh, I'll take care of him. I'm a nurse. And Philip's mom was like, no, I'm taking him to the hospital. And she did, and he actually survived. (laughs) And then, if that wasn't enough, Maggie, which is Philip's mother also became ill after Anna had given her a box of chocolates. And so Philip was like, yeah, I'm out. And they (laughs) separated shortly after he left the hospital. Good thing for him. Yeah. So. Aggressively trying on Anna. (laughs) Yeah. Anna then began offering her services as a live-in nurse, despite the fact that she's a mother faker. She had no experience in that field whatsoever. So she would find and befriend older men in the German community. She apparently did this in an attempt to support her gambling habit. I don't know if it was, you know, betting on how long the other old men would live, dogs, (laughs) horses, rabbits, what have you. Mm, Ernest, Ernest K. was her first client. And he seemed rather healthy, despite the fact that he was old as shit. Um, so he died May 6, 1933, shortly after Anna befriended him. Ernest left her a house in his will. A house. Mm. Who the fuck leaves their nurse a house? Ernest. Ugh, damn you, Ernest. <laughs> the house's ground floor was occupied by a doctor's office. So it worked out for Anna because she would go there, hit up on the old people, steal some prescription pads, and keep her her medicine flow 
for mm. her for a little shanty business there. Shanty. But his death. Ooh. Tell us about his death. His death was actually ruled uh, to be caused by throat cancer. He was cremated, and his ashes were given to Anna. Strange. Mm. On to her next victim, Albert P. (laughs) He died on March 27, 1936, at the age of 72, just after Anna began caring for him. Who'd have thunk it? During the search of Anna's home, the investigators found an IOU note of money she apparently borrowed from Albert. When the investigators followed up on this, they were informed by relatives that Albert had died and he had been ill for an extended period of time. They also found out from relatives that at least $4,000 was missing from his estate. Damn. Mm. Jacob Wagner. Hmm? 78. Jacob Wagner. No, I know. Oh. I laughed. <laughs> Jacob Wagner, 78. He died on June 3rd, 1937. And he left $17,000 cash to what he said was his beloved niece, Anna. Call shenanigans. Yeah. Funny thing is, um, his will was written in English. And Jacob could not write in English. He only knew German. (laughs) And handwriting experts would later confirm that Anna wrote herself into the will. Probably wrote the entire will herself. I'm sure. Uh, His heart disease was originally listed as the cause of death, but later autopsy found that he had enough arsenic in him to kill four men. Not one. Not two. Not three. What a fucking lad. But four. <laughs> All I heard was butt lad. It made me laugh. <laughs> George Kesselman. Kesselman. Died on July 6, 1937. Mm. And before his death, she just happened to receive another 15000 Wow. He was killed via croton oil. Don't know what the hell that is, but apparently it's a general household remedy used during the turn of the century. In large doses, it can cause an intense burning pain in the mouth, throat, and abdomen, excessive salivation, vomiting, and diarrhea with tenseness and passage of blood. George Obendorfer died August 1st, 1937. Um, Anna convinced him to travel to Colorado Springs, Colorado with um, herself and her son to supposedly visit a ranch that Anna owned, which she actually didn't. Hashtag liar. Yes. Police say he died in agony just as Mrs. Hahn had bent over his deathbed inquiring his name, professing she did not know the man. Hmm. Um, so, she took the opportunity to drain his bank account, collecting $5,000. She also stole diamonds from the hotel hotel owner (laughs) while they were tending to Obendorfer. Her own son testified against her at the trial, stating that his mother 
and Obendorfer traveled with him by train from Cincinnati together and that he had begun to get sick en route. The autopsy revealed high levels of arsenic in Obendorfer's body. Mm. Uh. Mm. Uh. Mm. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any hoodles, we are moving on. Oh, <laughs> So, Ollie, uh, Olive, Ollie, Kohler, they can't see me doing that. Why they do I always do that? They can't see you air quoting you. <sighs> okay. Old lady. <laughs> Ollie Kohler. She was an elderly woman that lived in the same apartment building as Wagner. And she decided to befriend the woman. And on at least two occasions, <laughs> at least, she brought her an ice cream cone as a treat. Aww. No. Not Aww. all. <laughs> After eating the second cone, Ollie became violently ill and was admitted to the hospital. But she survived. While she was in the hospital, a bag which contained an unknown amount of cash and jewelry had been stolen from her residence. Also in the bag was a document supposedly signed by Ollie that gave Anna power of attorney. Which, you know. You brought me ice cream, you can have my life. <laughs> I mean. Sounds like something I would do, honestly. Maybe she was a fat kid. You never but, know. Like I said, sounds like something I would do. <laughs> Julia K. Anna was caring for her while she was sick. She received $800 from Julia, but did not repay it. And so Julia threatened to prosecute and magically fell ill and was paralyzed by poisoning, supposedly. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, right? Yet another George. That wasn't me. Yet another George. George Heiss. He met uh, Anna around July of 1936. He became violently ill after drinking a mug of beer she poured for him, and he was eventually paralyzed due to the supposed poisoning. Uh, He claims that a few house flies had sampled the brew. If y'all are wondering, they're just slapping hands. It's nothing more. Or is it? It is. (laughs) So these flies. (laughs) So he claimed a few house flies sampled the brew and dropped dead on the spot. That's what they get for stealing the man's beer. I know. The Maybe they I just like. Read that, drunk. I thought you said housewives. And I was like, how many does this guy have? <laughs> how many housewives does he have? 17. <laughs> so he, came, he became suspicious and he was like, okay, well, here, you drink some of it. Uh-huh. And she apparently made a very sexual moan, uh, but she did not drink it. And he kicked her out. Nice claims that she stole $140 in cash and a $75 ring, which police actually found on Anna when she was eventually arrested. Suspicions were aroused Mm -hmm. at Obendorfer's death. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And police ordered two of Anna's previous clients to be exhumed. So they found that both had been poisoned, and of course, you know, Anna was the prime suspect. Um, even though she went by arsenic Anna, um, a different poison had been used for each one. A search of Anna's house reportedly turned up enough poison to kill half of Cincinnati. Oh. 
right? I wonder how many people were in Cincinnati at the time. I don't know. I mean, why not go for all of it? Sounds like yeah. amateur Anna hour to me. Rookie numbers, Anna. Rookie numbers. She was convicted after a four-week trial in November of 1937. She was sentenced to death for the murder of Jacob Wagner. Oh, that's him whistling. I was like, what the fuck is that noise? <laughs> You're losing your mind. It's Anna. Okay. Um, days before she was executed. Oh, okay. So, yes, days before she was executed... She actually gave her lawyers a 20-page handwritten confession oh my my. where she did confess to four of the murders. She was only the second woman to be executed in Ohio. Ever. Ever. First to die by the electric chair. Lucky. <laughs> she died December 7th, 1938. And it was said that she had to be drugged into the death chamber, kicking and screaming. And she collapsed at the sight of the electric chair. Don't do this to me! Think of my boy! Can't you think of my baby? Is nobody gonna help me? They did not. No. Like, fuck that bitch. She got dead. <laughs> I tell you, she did. <laughs> Fun facts. Fun facts. I find them fun. I don't know if anyone else will, but... Newspapers described her as always showing composure during the trial. Would always wear fancy dresses and discreet makeup. Was described as having a buxom figure, slender ankles, and golden brown hair. Mm. If none of y'all compliment my ankles when I'm dead, I'm going to haunt you. I'm going to actively ignore your ankles. That is the strangest fucking thing somebody can be complimenting. I compliment your ankles all the time. Oh, I know. They are sexy. For her Mm. last meal, she ordered fried chicken, but just could not bear to eat it. Mm. (gasps) Boo-hoo. Apparently she couldn't bear to get dressed either, because she went to the death chamber in her pajamas. I got naked. That's how I'm going to go out. That's how I want to go out. No, the way I came into this world. Bloody. Straight. Naked. On the table. And (laughs) screaming. (laughs) No one wants to smell burning wiener. Well, they're going to have to. The smegma. (laughs) (laughs) Also called the blonde Borgia. This is after Lucrezia Borgia, the illegitimate daughter of a pope and his mistress. She was a famous beauty, notorious for suspicious deaths involving possible poisoning. Well, that is just interesting. Well, it's just dandy. You're making fun of me? Well, Kristen, go on and tell us about the rest of this stuff. I don't like your attitude. So, the letters or the confession that Anna wrote was sold to the Cincinnati Inquirer. And the money was put into a trust for her son, Oscar, with a K. The newspaper kept its promise and actually bankrolled Oscar's education. He was placed with a foster family and given a new name. Uh, His name and whereabouts were never made public. The only thing that was ever released about him was that he lived a normal life and eventually fought for the Navy during World War II. I wonder if they changed his name to Oscar with a C. Maybe. Man, no one would ever think of that. Right. I'm jealous that he got to spend so much time with semen. In the and Navy. on that note, 
Y'all stay creepy. Wear condoms. <laughs>